Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to this episode of Masters of Self University podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. Um, I am going to give you a trigger warning right away that this, when I am going to tell you what I'm about to tell you, a lot of you are probably going to get really fucking triggered. Um, And I am going to talk to, this is for men and women. But especially men, I want you to listen up. This is actually ruining your relationship. And it is what many teach you to do. This is what you should do in your relationship. So here's the trigger warning. Before I tell you what this is, for those of you who run men's groups, the majority of you that run men's groups, this is the kind of bullshit you teach. And it is a motherfucking mistake. That is no judgment. There is no judgment. I am not here judging you. I am not here criticizing you. I am here because I want you to heal, become powerful. I want you to be successful. And if you are regurgitating this nonsense that continues for years now to be taught and and vomited all over people in the collective, you're making a terrible mistake. This mistake comes from ignorance. You don't know better because this is the bullshit people are teaching you. You gain this quote unquote, it's pseudo knowledge. It's not real. It's not truth. It's false. It isn't what you do. Um, but you're learning this and then you go into your men's groups and you go into your whatever you're participating in and you regurgitate the same crap. And there is a false sense that this quote unquote works. I'm going to teach you and show you and and awaken you today in this episode to show you exactly how and why it actually doesn't and why it's tricky because it tricks you into thinking that something's working. So what is this thing that I'm talking about? Holding space. Holy fucking Christ, get rid of the holding space bullshit. Stop holding space. You have to hold space for your partner. You have to hold space for your woman, for your wife. Hold space for her. Your women need you to hold space. No, they fucking don't. No, they fucking don't, first of all. Get the fuck out of here. You try and hold space. When you learn um, the science of energetics, when you learn energetic science and you actually know how energetics, how energy works, if you can feel and read into and translate energy... Here's where I'm going to start. Here's what holding space feels like. It feels fucking constricting. It is smothering. It contracts. It forces you to contract. Don't try to hold fucking space. You're making things small. You are taking the the divine spaciousness out of the equation. Think about what it means to hold something. How do you hold something? You have to become rigid. To hold it, don't you? To grab onto something, to grip it and hold it, you know, it doesn't mean white knuckling necessarily. 
you can hold something without white knuckling and squeezing tight, but you have to grip it tightly enough to hold it. You're holding it in place. That is the opposite of flow. This is learning energy instead of ignorant, stupid, pseudo-spiritual, just mental concepts. Do you understand? Okay. You're learning energy now. So no, it isn't just a phrase. It isn't just something we say. Just a phrase, Rachel. No, it isn't. Energetically, what you're doing, what you've learned how to do when you hold space for somebody, you think it's something loving that you're doing. Oh, I'm just being present. No, you're not. Presence is flow. Presence is expansive. Presence is connecting to all of the ways of oneness. Presence is connecting to the universe. Presence is being open and in the way of surrender, not just the way of presence, but the way of surrender. That means complete flow with the universe. There's no rigidity. There's no controlling anything. There's no sitting here holding on to anything. You can't say it's just a phrase. If you want to learn what the way of surrender is and the way of presence and any or all of the 20 universal ways of oneness, jump on Amazon, grab your copy of the 20 universal ways of oneness. This will help you. This will help you understanding that when you're working with energy, you don't ever say or do the action of quote unquote holding space. Now I'm going to listen, I'm going to break this down step by step so that you really understand why you have to stop and give up this practice. Okay. You have, it's ruining your relationships. I'm going to, I'm going to, you'll, you'll understand why by the end of this episode, stay tuned to the end. Okay. So when you understand energetically what holding space actually means and what it actually does, it contracts, it restricts the energy around you, but I'm holding space for you. No, you're smothering. Okay. What else are you doing? You are creating codependence. What else are you doing? You're actually playing into, uh, take a breath. Here it comes. I want you to see what you are actually doing versus what you think you're doing, what you even intend. Listen, this doesn't mean you're intentionally doing anything negative. Of course you're not. Anybody who's quote unquote holding space, I hold space for my partner. You're not trying to do anything negative. And this is precisely why I'm teaching this to you. And I want you to wake up because you're not trying to do harm. You're not trying to do anything negative. You're actually trying to be loving and you're trying to help. So let me applaud you for that. But when you realize energetically what you are actually doing, you're not doing what you're in intending to do. That's not happening on an energetic level. That's what I want you to understand. That's why I'm going to break it down for you. Okay. So holding space you are actually contributing to inequality, misogyny, the toxic patriarchy, all the bullshit brainwashing that has happened to men and women over centuries of toxic masculine patriarchal bullshit. You're like, what? I'm holding space. I'm being loving. I'm being a good part. I'm not doing any of those things. No, this is what you're actually doing. Let's understand why and how. Because first of all, to hold space for someone, and this is women can do it to other women, by the way, but I'm talking right now specifically to men in your relationships because you don't even realize this is harming your relationship. So I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. Okay. But just because 
um, I'm mostly talking to men in their romantic relationships right now, does not mean this doesn't include everybody everywhere who's learned this. I'm holding space, holding space, holding space. This is, of course, to all of you, okay? So I'm not excluding anybody in this, but big mistake that men have learned to make. So I want you to not make this mistake anymore. I'm here to help, okay? So holding space. How the hell could that be sexist or misogynist? misogynistic in any way? Well, because you're still coming from the toxic patriarchal teachings that teach that women need you to be their saviors. Women need you to hold space for them in order for them to soften and open up and blah, 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 vomit, 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 all the fucking bullshit. That is nothing but sexist bullshit. Listen, men, Women don't fucking need you for any of that. I don't need you for that. She doesn't need you to hold space for her. This right there, the premise of this is so disgusting if you wake up to it. No woman needs you to do that for her in order for her to heal and open. She's very fucking powerful and capable of doing that with or without you. You don't have to be anywhere near her doing a goddamn thing for her. She doesn't need you in the way that the third dimensional paradigm taught us to be in codependence and needy with each other. Do you understand? Holding space for you means codependency. You need me to heal. You need me to open. You need me to elevate. You need me to process your feelings. These aren't fucking babies. Nobody needs you in that way. No. They don't need you in that way. And how you're showing up is actually in controlling rigidity, which you think you're being open and soft and loving and blah, blah, blah. You're not. Energetically, read the energy. When you learn how to work with energy and you learn how to read and translate energies that are going on, when people are holding space for each other, quote unquote, you see the toxicity that is actually happening. It is creating an energy field and of, of codependence. It's codependency. It's disgusting energy. It feels gross when people, let me hold space for you. No, you want to do the opposite of holding space. You literally want to do the extreme. Uh, you don't want to hold space for anybody. I'll hold space for a goddamn human being on this planet. I am not holding space when I'm working with people who have cancer. I In their physical conditions, I am not holding space ever when I'm doing psychic healing sessions and I'm using the universal ways of oneness for healing sessions. I am not holding space for any goddamn being on this planet. I won't do it because I know how harmful it is. I know how restricting it is. I am not here to control you. I'm not here to be rigid. I am here to teach the extreme opposite. Connect to your internal divine power. No one needs the quote unquote hold space. What do you do instead? You become open. You become expansive. You become each and every universal way of oneness. You want to reach the highest level of enlightenment that you can be and become that beingness of enlightenment of oneness consciousness. Become each and every universal way of oneness out of the 20 that there are. Become the way. So what does that mean? It means instead of holding space, I am, number one, the way of surrender. I am the way of surrender. Why? Because the way of surrender, when I am the way of surrender, that means zero resistance to what is. You want to enter into the expansiveness of the universe, literally the universal flow 
of everything that exists in all of creation all at once. You want to enter that kind of flow. You want to flow with what is, because guess what? Emotions from the other person, if they are painful and negative emotions, those emotions are flowing. There's an ebb and a flow. So one person, when they are um, going through transformation, when they are healing, when they're moving through trauma, when they're moving through a painful experience or a painful emotion, they're not almost never is it just one emotion that is present to understand almost never. That's almost impossible, to be honest. So there are, whether you're aware of them or not, there are usually multiple emotions. Now, there are the predominant ones, what I teach and call the surface layer emotions. Those are the obvious ones. Like, I'm super angry right now, for example. I'm really angry. I'm really angry. Oh, I'm so angry at this. Let me hold space for you. You're constricting and contracting and creating a small rigid, uh, rigidity energy when you do that. You don't want, you want the opposite. I am the way of surrender to what my partner is feeling right now. I am in flow with what my partner is feeling right now. I am become the way of surrender. You're now in flow with the fact that your partner, when they are angry right now, of course, there are emotions that are also beneath the anger. Frustration, fear could be there. Sadness could be there. Maybe it's grief. Maybe they're grieving through something. You know, they're angry that this loved one, this is a real example, this loved one committed suicide. Maybe they're angry and then this, they're angry for just a minute and then all of a sudden they're just in grief and sadness. So the emotions are different. Every emotion has its own vibrational frequency and those vibrational frequencies ebb and flow up and down, up and down. And your emotions can seem like they're quote unquote all over the place. And all that means is that all of these different energetic frequencies are flowing through you right now. It can be overwhelming sometimes, our emotions. <clears throat> so I am the way of surrender. That's what you want to be first, okay? I am the way of surrender. That allows you to be in flow and in synchronicity with the ebb and flow of your partner's emotions, whatever pain they are ebb ebbing and flowing through, right? The ebb and flow, whatever they're going up and down, moving all around, that's not chaos. That's not out of control. That is the process of alchemizing and being present with being in the way of surrender with emotions. And then we add that add being in the way of presence. I am the way of presence. Think about what presence is. Presence, I am here with you. I am here listening, actively listening in order to understand. I am not here to teach. I am not here to fix. I am not here to offer any fucking solutions that most people don't fucking need from you anyway. It's not about giving any solution. The hell does anybody need a solution from you for? They're not an incapable little child. They don't need your solutions. So really let that sink in for a minute. Really let that sink in for a minute. If I am the way of presence for my partner, I am the way of surrender, number one. I'm the way of presence, number two. What I have created energetically with this is this expansive, expansive, divine, 
spaciousness, spaciousness. Let that sink in. Stop trying to hold space. Let it go. You can't hold space anyway. I am now becoming for my partner. Becoming the universal ways of oneness is a becoming. I am becoming a more enlightened person. I am becoming the way of presence. Think about that. I'm becoming. If I am becoming, I am more and more divine and powerful in my energy for the person who is in front of me. Think about that. Feel into that. So if I am the way of surrender, I am the way of presence. And I evolve even higher to the way of harmlessness and gentleness, because that's a predominantly divine masculine energy, harmlessness and gentleness of the universal ways of oneness. And I can be harmlessness and gentleness. What does that mean when my partner is moving through pain, moving through negative emotions, they're hurt, they're frustrated, they're sad, they're angry, they're whatever. Harmlessness and gentleness is I am here. The vibrational frequency of harmlessness and gentleness is I am here offering you safety. That means there is no judgment. There's no fixing. There's no solution. There doesn't need to be one. There's no problem solving. There is the way of surrender. There is the way of presence. There is the way of harmlessness and gentleness. If you can offer those three universal ways of oneness by becoming them yourself and get rid of this holding space fucking bullshit, which honestly, oh, take a breath. Here it comes is another form of showing up as a man baby because I have to be a savior. I have to be important to you. I have to do something in order for you to heal and be present, for you to heal and for you to move through this. I have to do stop it with that garbage. Okay? There is no woman on this planet that actually needs you to be there through her healing, through her anything. She doesn't need your validation. No human needs another human validating them by the way. That is neediness. That is powerlessness. That is your inner child taking over. Literally, your inner child is taking over saying, oh, I'm so important in this. I'm making this situation that you're in pain and you're upset. I'm making it about me and how important I am by holding space for you. And you can only heal and move through this if I'm here with you holding space for you. That is the third dimension. That is the previous age. We are out of the age of Pisces where we learned parent-child relationships with everything and everyone, including the universe, the creator, source, God, whatever, your angels, your guides. We have learned parent-child relationships up until now. That's how we have functioned because that was the level of our consciousness up until now. Do you understand? That was appropriate for the level of consciousness that we all were because we all were immature, spiritually ignorant little children running around, bunch of babies running around trying to rule a world. That is the level of consciousness that we were at. That is the way of truth. If you're insulted or offended by that, you have a lot of growing up to do. Some, proves my point. If you're triggered by that, proves my point. Only immature babies get triggered by the truth. So the question is, are you still functioning in that? And for most people, unfortunately, yeah. 
that isn't a judgment. It's just get curious, wake up, awaken to how you're showing up and functioning in your relationships. Because if you wake up, oh my God, I am doing that. Holy shit. Yes, I'm showing up as a needy. Oh yes, I'm showing up as the one who feels so important that I am the one holding space for her. I feel important and needed. Oh, gross. If you feel needed or if you must feel needed or you need to feel needed, you're coming from neediness, powerlessness, codependency programs. And you wonder why your relationship is still being ruined, even though you're showing up all the time holding space. I don't understand. I'm holding space. I'm doing all of this. I had a client back in the day that, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to hold space for her and I'm overwhelmed. And I'm like, well, fucking stop holding space for her. It's the first thing you could stop doing. It's ridiculous to hold space. Like it's your job for her to have a, a, a good, healthy, emotional you know, state of being around the house is the only way that can happen is if you're holding space for her all the time. That's how this, this person was believed. That's what he believed because of all the fucking men's groups he attended and the ones that he ran himself where he would teach men to do the same fucking shit. Hold space for your partner. And I'm like, that's the problem. You're all this doing, doing, doing. You are trapped in toxic masculine energy. And then you wonder why you're drowning in overwhelmments programs. You are overwhelmed because you're overdoing. You lack feminine energy. You lack fucking presence. And you think it's your job. You're treating her like a child less than an equal that she's not fucking capable of healing her own shit when she's in a bad mood. That is insanity. And it's misogyny. And you're this spiritual person learning how to hold space with your necklaces and your crystals on and your linens. This is the ignorance that is perpetuated out there. Again, it isn't a judgment. It's hello. So here's what I want to address as we're waking up. Is this great realization and epiphany that people are having? I know it's a little painful sometimes to realize, holy fuck, I've really been fucking this up. But you can heal it now. You can stop doing that. You can learn to become the ways of oneness instead. Again, the most the most important ways of oneness to become instead of this holding space garbage is start with I am the way of surrender. I am the way of presence. I am the way of harmlessness and gentleness right there. The most divinely enlightened, powerful, magical gifts that you can give to any other human being when they are upset is that. So men, become those three ways. I mean, become all 20, really. But those are the three. Instead of this holding space crap, the third dimensional par paradigm and spiritual matrix bullshit that you've been taught. It is weak, pathetic. It is childish. It's immature. It's codependency. It's neediness. It is keeping you at a low level of consciousness. And then you think you're at a high level of consciousness because look at me. I hold space for my partner. Stop it. It is ridiculous. Okay. So some of you are thinking, you don't know what you're talking about because... Since I started doing this holding space for my partner, our relationship, we've bonded. It's, it's gotten stronger. We're there for each other. We cry together now. Oh, okay. So, so you're more severely codependent. Now you're just enmeshed. So you've moved from whatever level of codependency you were at before to now being completely enmeshed. I know couples who don't heal anything emotionally 
unless their partner's sitting there right with them. Shouldn't we be moving through all of this together? Isn't this what oneness is? No, it's what codependency is. It's what powerlessness is. It's what weakness is. It's what neediness is. All of that is unhealthy, harmful, and dysfunctional. It keeps you small, keeps you at a low level of consciousness. It keeps your inner child, all of your unhealed inner child aspects alive and running the fucking show. They don't ever have to grow up, become independent, and be divinely powerful as an individual on this planet. So no, that is what you're doing in your relationship when you do the holding space bullshit. And when you move through every fucking thing that you feel together, all of it must be done together. It is childish. It's immaturity. Did I say powerlessness? Have I mentioned codependency and neediness? All of this is weakness. This is the old paradigm, you guys. This is part of the spiritual matrix that is part of the third dimensional matrix that we need to wake up to, wake up from, and grow and elevate and evolve out of. Just because people out there have a bunch of followers and they're all spiritual, quote unquote, and they cry, doesn't mean they're an authentic spiritual teacher. You have to gain a level of, of discernment when it comes to this. By the way, do not judge or criticize that people are teaching from ignorance. It isn't teaching. They're spewing a bunch of knowledge that they learned in order to get, they're doing it for the wrong reasons. This isn't judgment. So, it, so don't turn around when you wake up to this stuff and then like go criticize people that you're awakening to. Holy shit. They actually don't know a lot. They don't have a deep level of spiritual education. And here they are, quote unquote, teaching all this nonsense, keeping people at a low level of consciousness, keeping them locked at lower levels of consciousness. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. That doesn't mean you turn around and criticize and judge. So don't fall into that trap. That's a low level of consciousness. This is a deep level of spirit. This is very heightened, elevated. Let me say it that way. It's better. These are the universal ways of oneness and oneness consciousness. Highest level of teachings humans have access to. That is literally the highest level. Oneness consciousness. That's, you cannot get more elevated than that in this era, this age of Aquarius. Those are the teachings that are going to take us through, give us the framework, heal us, elevate us to the highest levels possible. That is for this age of Aquarius. Right now we are in it, okay? And it doesn't mean that the other teachings that have come before, they were necessary for the level of consciousness that we were in. Do you understand? That's why there's no, you don't need to judge. You don't need to criticize anybody. But should you keep following those teachings? I mean, of course, that should be obvious. Of course not. If people are still teaching from lower levels and they're teaching in, you know, grade school, you know, the analogy I often use and understanding that even though certain teachings may have been appropriate for certain times, they are no longer, we have to elevate way higher than that now. That's grade school. It's time to earn a doctorate in this, right? That's the analogy I use, the education analogy. So when you understand that, no need to criticize and judge anybody, but why would you still listen and learn and follow outdated lower levels, grade school level teaching, so to speak, of people who are still trapped in third dimensional, you know, spiritual matrix paradigm stuff when you should be elevating way beyond that at this point? You are capable of elevating way beyond that at this point. You just have to choose it. You have to actually do it. And that's why I want you to understand this holding space crap. And I've, I've talked about it before. You got to stop doing it. Because when your ego, when your shadow self just wants to feel like the savior and special and important, 
and be needed. How do you know you're in codependency? How do you know you're in neediness? How do you know you're in weakness and powerlessness? How do you know you're showing up as a child from an aspect of your shadow self in your romantic relationship or any relationships, to be honest, is that you want to feel needed. You need to feel needed. It is such a gross energy. I, my, uh-uh. I don't want my partner to need me for anything in life. That means what happens if I disappear tomorrow? I want him to be able to go on and expand and continue to elevate without me. That's what I want every human to be able to do. Every human. I want every one of my certified coaches that I certify and train from all over the world. Every one of my clients, every one of my students, anyone that I do healings for, anyone that I help in whatever ways I help them, I want them to become so educated with all of this stuff. Education is number one. Education, education, education. Not pseudo-spiritual bullshit that I've read and I think I know, and I'm going to go spew that, regurgitate knowledge, get a bunch of followers, and I'm the one. That's not education. Wake up to that, please, for the love of Christ already. Okay? Education is number one. Education about how you are actually showing up in your relationships in the world versus how you like to think you are. An elevated level of spiritual education is, is in, we are in dire need of it in critical mass, right? So we need the education, number one, okay? Number two, you have to understand that as a beautiful, infinite being that you are, you can't think that what is appropriate for a first grader is still appropriate for a college student. Do you understand? So it is okay that you've learned some of these things and you've used them in the past. It's not a judgment. It isn't quote unquote wrong or bad. It's just you're supposed to get out of first grade by now. Like you're supposed to keep elevating higher and learn more the more you can take in and understand, elevate your level of consciousness to realize when you learn certain things, maybe it's okay to start there. It's not okay to stay stuck there. Understand the damage that you are actually doing in your relationships when you're holding space. That's what I want you to understand. It is an old, outdated concept that should not be used anymore. So what do you do instead? Create the divine spaciousness. You can't create spaciousness if you yourself are not divinely spacious. You become each way of oneness. The very first way of oneness, I know you know this by now, is the way of responsibility. So <clears throat> excuse me, if I am the way of responsibility, that means it's my responsibility to become each and every way so that I can then offer that beingness to my partner instead of some action, some solution, some process of like, I'm here to do something for you because if I'm here to do something for you, that's when you're capable of healing or doing processing or doing whatever. No, they're not. They can do that on their own. It is ridiculous that we keep teaching this codependency bullshit out there. What happens if you die tomorrow? What would they do then? Not be able to heal their fucking emotions because you're suddenly gone? Like, hello, wake up. We should never be teaching neediness and codependency in our fucking relationships. Weakness, powerlessness, no. You should want your partner to be so empowered. If you poof disappeared from the planet, they would be able to heal and elevate beyond that. 
that excruciating pain and grief that they would go through when they lose you. Everybody's lost something. Most people out there, you've probably had a death. You've probably moved through losing somebody, somebody dying. It is an awfully painful experience, isn't it? And who are the ones that don't make it through that? The codependent, needy, powerless one. That's when the, the grief turns into massive depression. You want that for your partner? Because ultimately, how you're showing up in your relationship, you're saying that's what you want for your partner. I'm not saying that. Don't you dare. No, you are. Energetically, that is precisely what you're saying and doing. Treating them like an incapable child who needs you in order to get out of that fucking bullshit. That is 100% toxic patriarchy brainwashing bullshit. Okay? You, if you are a divinely powerful being, you want other people to be divinely powerful around you. Especially the ones you love the most. Your partner, your children if you have them. Stop creating these codependent, needy, helpless fucking kids that are growing up lazy, entitled. They don't do shit. They're not good team players. Because you fucking did everything for them. Handed them everything on a silver fucking pledge. So they learned to be lazy, entitled fucks. This is what we're doing to our children. And it starts with the way you treat your, your spouse, your partner. Knock this shit off already. Like, you're powerful. And yet, we don't show up that way a lot, do we? So you have to see how you're showing up in these weak, pathetic, powerless programs with never, ever with judgment, just see it for what it is and say, oh my God, I would never want to show up that way. <gasps> and I am. Oh, so I get to choose to stop that right now and become something more elevated, more evolved, more powerful myself. That is what you want to offer to your partner. The more powerful, spacious, divine you. She doesn't fucking need you to heal, guys. That's insanity. Healing, transformational healing energy is feminine energy anyway. You want to get down and dirty. What do you need to heal? You are the one that needs her. And I don't mean literally human to human in a codependent bullshit that I just spent this half hour describing. You need feminine energy to heal anything. So she has a plethora of feminine energy. In case you didn't know, <laughs> she already has access to everything she fucking needs to heal. Because women carry a lot more of that naturally. They're more innately in tune to that, obviously, because that's what it means to be woman. She has the power to heal. You're the one who needs to learn from her how to process and heal your shit. You learn that from her, not the other way around. She doesn't fucking need you to hold space. That is the dumbest shit. She needs you to stop restricting her divine expansiveness. That is what she needs you to do. Let go, stop gripping, stop trying to keep her small, stop trying to put her in this fucking energetic container so you can be the important special savior. That comes from an immature child. That does not come from an adult, mature, divine, masculine man. But I want to feel important, but I want to feel needed. That's a child. That's not a man. If you want to feel important, you're coming from immaturity. That is shadow self. That is not a divine anybody. So that is where you need to do your healing and see what programs you are running in those scenarios. Because those programs 
are never, ever healthy to a romantic relationship thriving. It kills the relationship over time. It, it, it contracts and restricts the relationship from actually thriving. So you want to see those programs that you're running, why you need to feel important. All of those programs that you're running that constrict, restrict the relationship from expanding, from growing, from blossoming, from thriving. It is the opposite of what most people are out there teaching you. And you're staying small. You're staying at lower levels of consciousness. You are an infinite being. Elevate higher. It's that simple. Elevate higher. That's, this is what we offer at Masters of Self University, the coaching programs that teach you exactly how to connect to your divine power, elevate higher. So no more holding space, all right? No more holding space for anybody listening but men. I'm mostly talking to you right now. So when you learn how to become the universal ways of oneness and you heal and you elevate and you become those ways, and again, especially the way of surrender, the way of presence, the way of harmlessness and gentleness, especially those three ways. When your partner's upset or moving through something or having a difficult time or had trauma or is going through something really painful and emotional, those are the, those are the key ways of oneness that you want to become and your beingness simply offers those energetic frequencies by you being in her presence. Powerful and magnificent and wonderful is that. And in that, because you are the way of surrender, the way of presence, harmlessness, and gentleness, you are offering, offering her active listening. You are offering her your own divine presence, not this immature little boy, I need to be your savior. I need to do something for you. I need to treat. No, stop it. You're offering her enlightened characteristics now, which is beautiful and magical in and of itself, right? You're offering her your expansiveness which means your understanding and your support and your safety. You're just offering her spaciousness, expansiveness. And in that, that's all you need to show up as. That's it. You don't need to do anything else. And if you're not there to do that, she should be able to do that for herself. And if you happen to be there, she's doing that for herself. You can join in and offer that along with her. That's beautiful. That's not codependency. And that's, is there anything else that you would like from me right now? Is there anything that I can do to make you feel supported by me right now? Is there anything that I can offer you that makes you feel loved by me right now while you're moving through this and while you're struggling with this? That's what you can offer. You're not offering that because she's incapable and she needs you to order for her to heal herself. Get the fuck out of that shit. You're offering that out of love. You're offering that from your own divinity. Now that right there, that's a spiritually, mentally, emotionally mature divine man. Honoring her, the way of honoring, as a divinely powerful being who does not need you. And if you are triggered or scared or intimidated by that, you, how old are you? How old is the inner child that's showing up that is so desperately needing to be needed? There's an immature child in an adult romantic relationship. Ugh. Heal that. Get a consultation at Masters of Self University. Join our groups. Do what you need to do to heal that shit. But heal it. You have no excuse anymore not to heal it. 
And especially after this episode, realizing what you're actually, how you are actually showing up. So what happens in the long term? And you're like, but wait a minute, our relationship was so bonded and we got closer when we learned this stuff. No, you became enmeshed. Look that up. None of that is healthy. It's dysfunctional. It's toxic. So the long-term effect of enmeshment, that extreme form of, of codependency and neediness in a relationship, over time, you will have fights if you don't already. Stop treating me like I'm a little child. You'll have arguments like that. There will be a lot of resentment, a tremendous amount of resentment, a tremendous amount of resistance sometimes. It'll also be completely draining to no end in your relationship. You'll be exhausted. And at some point, you'll realize, the man will realize, oh my God, it is so exhausting to be in this relationship. I have to constantly be the savior. I have to constantly hold space. I have to call. And you'll be drained and you won't realize the real reason why. And then we start to say things like, Oh, I just think that he's not the one. She's not the one. Oh, I'm just going to start looking outside of my relationship and lust after other people outside and start fantasizing about cheating or leaving or why? Because a relationship that functions in enmeshment and codependency is a draining fucking relationship. It is an exhausting fucking relationship. That's why it is exhausting. It is draining. It is not a high vibrational frequency relationship. It's that simple. So you need to awaken to that in order to then realize, okay, now what do I need to do that I see I am doing this? I don't want to do that. I want a high vibrational frequency in my relationship. I want my relationship to be very high, highly conscious. It can't be highly conscious if you yourself are not highly conscious. So if this was in your blind spot before, now it is in the forefront of your awareness, right? Which means you can change it now. Educate yourself more deeply. Maybe you listen to this one more time. Okay. Maybe you sign up for coaching or one of our groups at Masters of Self University in order to learn how to get out of these patterns. Either way, get out of the patterns. They're not helping your relationship. They're harming. I hope you now understand why. So let go of the holding space bullshit that is third dimensional paradigm, paradigm spiritual suited like crap. It's the spiritual matrix crap that you learned that from. It isn't real truth at all. It is not the way of truth. So stop it. Those of you who picked up that bad habit, you'll still say it. Oh, I'm going to hold space. And then hopefully you'll catch yourself now. And you'll start and you say, nope, I'm not. My, look, palms up, hands open. I'm not holding anything. I am becoming more expansive. I am becoming the way of surrender. I am becoming the way of presence. I am becoming the way of harmlessness and gentleness. Becoming those ways, I am becoming more powerful, more expansive, more understanding, more divine for my partner and for myself. That is what we want to become instead. Okay? That is what we want to become instead. So listen, if you've read the book, The 20 Universal Ways of Oneness, if you haven't, grab it on Amazon. And in order to... Better understand, more deeply understand the universal ways of oneness. Go to mastersofselfuniversity.com and get the digital course. Their digital course is now available to you. The 20 Universal Ways of Oneness digital course. It is available. Go to our website. 
mastersofselfuniversity.com. And you can actually purchase the digital course and dive more deeply into each and every 20 universal ways of oneness. So it's very exciting. That is available to you. So jump on our website, uh, dive into that course so that you can learn more. You can begin to become those ways of oneness. Make sure you slam that like button, please. Give us all the love in the world. Share this with everybody you know. And thank you so much for listening. It's always such a pleasure to have you here. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.